hear all those crazy dogs barking in the background no oh good there is like a super yippy dog like right outside my window and uh literally right as i sent you the link to record the whoever it is out there started losing his uh little mind oh no it's like oh i hope you're okay slash can you quiet down we're recording here (laughs) (laughs) It's our turn to talk, dog, not yours. Yeah, get out of here, dog. <laughs> so how are you? Oh, good. Yeah. Tony. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's Junie thinks it's his turn to talk. Junie, it's not your time to talk. <laughs> but he thinks it is. Come here, buddy. Oh, Junie. Come here, Chun Chun. You gonna say something? He's like, no, you're looking at me. Of course, I'm not gonna say anything now. Junie, say something to me. No, no, no. He's, do- he's done. No. <laughs> okay, bye. Bye, buddy. <laughs> bye, buddy. I hope you find your dad. <laughs> <laughs> Joke's on you. He's back in Albania. You'll never find him. <laughs> He's not a book publisher in Manhattan. <laughs> well, you'd never find him there either because we're not going to Manhattan. <laughs> oh, man. I just have been having the laziest day. I, like, don't even really know what to say. <laughs> I feel the same way. <laughs> and also, I feel like this book is, like, kind of confusing already. So I'm just like, there's too much, but, like, too little. And I don't know. <laughs> You know, I actually have been really enjoying it, and I totally see where you're coming from, because there are a lot of characters, yeah. but because, so Julia texted me and was like, get ready, there are a lot of characters, and I'm going to forget them all, and I was like, okay, I need to pay extra close attention, because I'm going to call her out <laughs> on every name she doesn't know, and so I actually have been like, I think I've been following the social stuff, like all the characters, Yeah, I do think there's like a funny tone and pacing to it so far, because now that we have had a murder, a murder. Um, yes in this first uh, section it is kind of funny how how quickly it bounces back and forth between like the murder and the mystery that we're just starting to get into and a lot of the other like so- social stuff of the small town I guess like and I can't quite put my finger on it yet and who knows it might just be you know that it's early in the book and that there's not really anything I should truly be judging yet but it's something about I think the pacing of it that is throwing me (laughs) off a little bit but I do love it so far (laughs) yeah so uh what book are we reading (laughs) oh yeah wow we went into a lot of detail about something you guys don't know yet sorry (laughs) so I also realized I forgot to even just like update people on social media like what the poll the responses of the poll that I put out were um 
<laughs> Sorry, everyone. So we did hear back from a lot of people. Thank you guys for answering our... Oh, also, this is paranormal captivity. It's now becoming a thing that we forget <laughs> to introduce ourselves. Hi, if you don't know us, Hi. go back Hi. to episode one. <laughs> <laughs> or you could listen now because this is a whole new book series. Because... Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, yeah, going back to that point, thank you guys for answering that poll online. And we did hear from a couple different people that you were interested in us uh, starting dipping our toes into another cat cat murder mystery series so that's what we decided to do this week and um one of our patrons actually on twitter recommended the um rita may brown and sneaky pie brown the mrs murphy series which i had already bought like probably i already have like five of these books on my shelf next to the cat who because every time i go to my used bookstore and i like buy all of the well i literally have bought all of the cat who books off of their shelves um, <laughs> I always grab one of these too because they look so good and it's like it's a little bit more recent (laughs) yeah it's a little more recent it centers around a woman which is cool although I did notice too that um I couldn't remember her name in the Christmas series that we did but this one Stan Stan aha name I know wow yeah wait a minute (laughs) I need to look it up to make sure that's actually correct because I kind of don't believe you (laughs) yeah no it was Kristen but she went by Stan that's right wow okay moment of silence for Julia's memory (laughs) and now everyone's gonna judge you extra hard that you don't remember any of these (laughs) (laughs) well I feel like that one was easy because it was like so different no a lot of these are different I'm still not remembering them I don't know why I remember that one (laughs) well it is that thing that I was just gonna say actually which is that the main character in this one also has a traditionally male name which is which is a nickname for a traditionally female name no uh -uh. her name's Mary it is Mary but everyone calls her Harry because her last name that she she's divorcing this guy but his last name is like Harristine or something like that oh I guess it doesn't come from Mary then it doesn't (laughs) (laughs) but Stan came from Kristan (laughs) that's true which was pretty interesting but yeah I thought that was interesting that like both of these main like female Snoopy cozy mystery characters both had like traditionally male names i mean i I really liked it i just was saying it's like an interesting note murder victim is a man that goes by a traditionally female name that's true we do have a little bit of the southern thing of like you know ashley's being like big men which you know is what it is but this one yeah what was his name why am i christy (laughs) what christy no yes all right let me look it up I think it's Christy. Oh wait, we have a we have a character guide in this. I know we do have a character. It's on my phone, so I can't use it. Oh, I have it. Kelly. Okay. Kelly. I knew you were wrong, what? but kind of right. <laughs> Kelly. Yeah. How how does it spelled? K e l l y. Really? Yeah. Am I reading the same book? Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. It's Kelly. Kelly Craycroft mm, and his mm-hmm, wife's mm-hmm. name is Boom Boom yeah okay we're reading the same okay, book for God. some reason I thought it was a name that ended in an I maybe I'm just crazy I mean Kelly does oftentimes end in an I and you could be visualizing <laughs> it wrong <laughs> um, 
Oh my god, well, sorry yet again, because we actually didn't even say what book we're oh, reading. Oh, yeah, we didn't say what book we're reading. We're reading the first one. We are reading the first one, so it's called Wish series. You Were Here. And maybe we should, since we didn't um, blurb it on the last one, should we do a little Ooh. quick blurb? Yeah, we should blurb it. Who doesn't love a good blurb? We should put that on a shirt. Guys, I'm actually making a merch site right now, so hopefully we'll have merch soon, and I'm trying to come up with all the other little like phrases that we've said that I could use. So I'm going to do blurb it. <laughs> blurb it. Blurb yeah, it. we should write those write those down, because otherwise we're going to forget and then write something stupid on our shirt. <laughs> that's true. Well, I mean, that's thinking that the thing that we even initially said is not stupid, which I don't believe. <laughs> A lot of double negatives. I don't know if you guys followed me or not. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, sorry again. We've kind of beaten around the bush here, but this was "Wish You Were Here" by Rita Mae Brown and Sneaky Pie Brown, and Sneaky Pie Brown is the co-author cat. So, curiosity just might be the death of Mrs. Murphy and her human companion Harry Harristine. Small towns are like families. Everyone lives close together, dot, 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 and everyone keeps secrets. Crossit, Virginia is a typical small town. Is that how you were saying it? Cross it? Crows it? Uh, I wasn't. <laughs> you weren't at all. <laughs> I think that's why I don't remember names very well. I don't actually pronounce them in my head when I read them. Oh, that's interesting. Maybe that is why, yeah. I just recognize the word. (laughs) You're like, oh, that's a word. Moving on. (laughs) This is unimportant for my brain to (laughs) to actually read through and pronounce. Julia, now every name you see, you need to write it down in longhand, in cursive. Write it out five times, you remember. Yeah, my brain's still not going to read through it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, in Crozet, Virginia, or Crozet, which is outside Charlottesville, Crozet, Virginia is a typical small town until its secrets explode into murder. Crozet's 30-something postmistress, Mary Minor, oh my god, sorry, she has so many names. Crozet's 30-something postmistress, Mary Minor, quote-unquote Harry Harristine, has a tiger cat, Mrs. Murphy, which you guys know Murphy is our cat too so I was yelling about this a lot to John and how Murphy is now the star of her own detective series and a Welsh corgi T. Tucker a pending divorce and a bad habit of reading postcards not addressed to her when Croset citizens start turning up murdered Harry remembers that each received a card with a tombstone on the front and the message wish you were here on the back Oh, I wish I had known that before reading. (laughs) (laughs) Intent on protecting her human friend, Mrs. Murphy and Tucker begin to scent out clues. Meanwhile, Harry is conducting her own investigation, unaware her pets are one step ahead of her. If only Mrs. Murphy could alert her somehow, Harry could uncover the culprit before another murder occurs and before Harry finds herself on the killer's mailing list. I do love that, like, there are so many different ways to like quote unquote cozy up a mystery (laughs) and it's just such a good way to like I love that she works in a post office and that her like I actually thought of Chuni and mom walking all R.I.P. Mika but walking our family dog and like Chuni following because one of the first images we get in this book is Harry Harristine the postmistress walking her 
little corgi and mrs murphy actually follows them like comes with them so they like walk to work every morning and back home every night all together which is super cute so it kind of starts with that doesn't it or i think it starts like in the morning when she first gets to which were you picturing the um lincoln post post oh oh (laughs) two different post offices i don't think i've ever been inside of the lincoln post office really yeah even so though I was it was a pottery studio? <laughs> the po- yeah, I've been inside the pottery studio, just not the post office. <laughs> okay, fair. These are both the, like, really small towns that we, like, our family technically is from Percival, but it's, like, so far outside of Percival, you have to drive through this other tiny town, Lincoln, to get to it. And so Lincoln has this, like, tiny-ass post office. That um, used to be a pottery studio where we took pottery lessons. <laughs> And has been numerous other things throughout the years, including like a, like a photo or like a photography studio and like other little stores. But yeah, the Percival Post Office too is also pretty iconic in my mind. I'm not sure why I didn't think of that. Yeah, I was picturing the inside of the post office. That's probably a little more accurate because it's probably a little more like officially a post office. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Plus, I think they were mostly inside the post office. Yeah, in yeah, in the, at the beginning of the book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, although they do take some little walks, which is nice. They do take some walks. Um, but yeah, so it starts with uh, her day. Like the whole first chapter is just her normal day, which starts with uh, right their walk to the post office, and then yeah, her cat Mrs. Murphy and her dog T Tucker kind of help her open the shop and mrs murphy immediately jumps into a mail bin which i thought was really cute Mm -hmm. and then uh yeah who is the so the first one is the so basically the the whole chapter is like all of the different like basically just the whole cast of characters that you get at the very beginning of the book like all of them coming in to get their mail or drop something off so you like meet everyone yeah which is where i got super confused and was like i'll never be able to recap this (laughs) yeah but i mean the first person we meet is the other post person oh right yeah because he drops off because he sacks of mail brings right? the, yeah the big sack of stuff and then the the church lady is the second person right the bible thumper who thumps her own wasn't yeah. there like a tagline about that yeah she like thumps her own bible yeah <laughs> well no one's gonna do it for her yeah so she's the I guess the the early mail receiver, she's like, you know, sets an alarm on her phone and gets there, like, right it open every day to collect her mail. Yeah, yeah. So the which is really cute because the main post guy that drops off the like big bags of mail to to Harry, sometimes if he has time, apparently like bundles her mail for her so she can just like pop it right in this lady's mailbox or like have it ready for her because he like knows that she just trundles up there first every morning. (laughs) just so funny and so yeah I forget the the actual order but some of the more important things that happen is that we uh we meet we just meet a couple different people like we meet a snobby lady whose daughter is getting married and everyone's like being busybodies trying to figure out if they if the woman apparently is having a feud with her son and so um everyone's trying to figure out if if... for the dumbest reason ever this is like this harkens back to the i guess it's it's the only i would say like more antiquated would you say antiquated cultural 
aspects of the South that kind of harkens back to um, some of our issues with the Cat Who series. Yeah. But this one is more recent. Like, I think this one is the 90s, isn't it? I know. But yeah, those those, uh, Southern cultural norms just stick around yeah sorry i thought you meant like the writing of the book no yeah they are talking about yeah the the beliefs the belief systems yeah so basically the snobby woman is uh she's like isn't she the mayor's wife yes she is the mayor's wife you're right Yeah. yeah so the mayor's wife and daughter both have like kind of the same name I don't know. I got confused, but <laughs> well, they do. But the they call them Big Marilyn and Little Marilyn. But Big Marilyn is known as Mim, and then Little Marilyn is just Little Marilyn. Yeah. <laughs> so Little Marilyn is getting married, um, and everyone's like all up in her business about because they she comes and drops the um the invitations off, right? And so she comes pretty early, and everyone who comes in after that is like, oh my god, the box of invitations is here! Like, look for the son's name, see if he's invited. Yeah, exactly. So everyone's being super busybody about it because it sounds like the daughter doesn't have a beef with the son; it's just the mom. Yeah, it sounds like the daughter is just being very like overpowered emotionally by the mom, kind of bullied around, I guess. Mm-hmm. But also like maybe believes everything. So basically, the reason that the mom's mad at the son is super awful because yeah we keep beating around it because neither of us want to say (laughs) i know we don't really want to talk about it so apparently the son had did they move he moved to new york right he lives in new york um i don't know i think he moved to new york and he married a black woman and that has that's the issue that truly is (laughs) that is literally the only issue that the mother has with him yeah so and it's been like a number of years i think been like six years apparently yeah and it sounds like literally no one else in the town has an issue with this well they have an issue on the opposite end like everyone's basically being like hey this is ridiculous just invite him (laughs) yeah Yeah. (laughs) right and so like i you know at least we do get that dichotomy of it that like it's written from a perspective of like oh this is you know maybe the you know does still happen but is so awful like don't do that or like rethink your whatever so yeah Yeah. and we do get a description that like it's it's literally no other reason like everyone seems to think that this woman is lovely so it's not even that she's like mean or like they don't get along personality wise like right it's literally just that the mom's racist yeah which is Um, and we do confirm too because someone else that we meet pretty quickly is um, Susan, Harry's best mm-hmm. friend, who comes in and uh, pretty quickly confirms for us and also all of Crossit, Virginia, that um, that she did not, the mom did not invite the son. The, yeah, Susan was the busybody who just went right behind the counter and was like, "Oh, let me dig through these." <laughs> yeah, Harry was trying to be like kind of you know have a little propriety and was like i haven't gone through them yet i'm not going yeah. to blah 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 which i think she probably would have i don't know her that well yet but i'm gonna yeah. guess that she would have but I then mean, susan she, comes she in probably would have, she would have had to oh true right she she's had the male to. person <laughs> yeah, that's true. she literally would have had to yeah that's a good point um but yeah what else what else gets delivered oh she does so right she does see that postcard that kind of is you know comes and goes pretty quickly but Mm -hmm. um yeah so kelly 
Craycroft, which is quite the mouthful, mm-hmm. um, does get a postcard from a graveyard in Paris that says it doesn't have any uh, elder identifying marks. It just has a script, like cursive on the back that's been printed. like a, It's like a cursive font on a computer. And it just says, wish you were here. And it's not signed anyone or any, you know, there's nothing else on it really denoting anything. Yeah. And so but that's she, kind of, it's like breezed past very quickly. Well, yeah, except that she sees it and is like, oh, I wish I was in Paris. Yeah, yeah. Would be she's great. like, wouldn't it be nice to be in Paris? Because she also has a friend in Zurich who has sent a postcard as well to someone. Right. She, it's like the next line is like, oh, it'd be nice to be in Zurich. So, you know, you kind of get the like, oh, it's just postcards that she's reading, you know, normal everyday yeah. life, you know, nothing no, really yeah. stands out about it. You totally get thrown off the, thrown off the scent pretty quickly. Yeah. But yeah, so um, some of the other things that, yeah, what else happens? There's a fight outside the post office. There is a fight. The <laughs> murder gets in a fight with, uh, so the, the guy who gets murdered later, we find out. Yeah. Um, is obviously Kelly. We already, I, I feel like we already hinted enough at that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he's he's like a contractor. He does he like paves things. Yeah, I think is he... that like all he does. He does like like landscaping or like something. He, like paves people's driveways. Yeah, I think that might be like the bit. That's the biggest thing they've mentioned mm-hmm. he does. But I think yeah, he must just run like a construction company that mainly does that maybe. Yeah, like easier home renovations. Like, yeah, outdoor stuff. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, this is not my line of work. <laughs> no, no, clearly not. Um, but yeah, he gets in a fight with Bob. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> with Bob, um, who I, I like, don't really have any descriptors for him. I'm not really sure who he is. But well, his only descriptor, even in the cast of characters at the beginning, is husband to Linda. And I, I looked through to be like, who I don't the fuck think, is Linda? Yeah, and I don't think we met Linda. <laughs> well, Linda also doesn't even have a cast of characters like she's not even in the cast of characters so i was like what oh. the fuck who's what <laughs> is she the one in zurich no that's Lindsay. oh mm, good right. try though <laughs> <laughs> all right yeah i don't know who linda is then yeah she no, probably I works think... in hr she, probably she does get introduced <laughs> later but only because she's coming into the room and like she doesn't actually do anything in the room so i don't oh. think she, i think she's just there to well, I could spoil something later, but I think she's just kind of there as a character to oh. create an obstacle. All right. Well, Bob and Kelly get into a fight and we don't really, it like seems kind of petty and then it escalates and then like a dog bite happens. Oh, and right. Then... <laughs> not <laughs> so, Harry's dog, though. Not Harry's dog. No, Bob's dog bites Kelly in the leg and then, like, Bob says something that makes Kelly look very worried. Yeah. Which I'm only pointing out because it doesn't go with Kelly's story. So after the fight, Kelly comes back. Well, Harry, like, rushes out. And um, when the dog bite happens and is like, oh, is everyone okay? Like, let's get some compresses on this. Yeah. So I think Bob kind of, like, scurries off in a huff. But Kelly comes in and is like, oh, can you believe it? look at that a fight and it's just kind of like (laughs) brushing it off and was like oh he's just like you know 
mad about me overcharging him like can you believe it like i would never um so apparently they kelly had a like a construction job or a like paving job or something for bob who we still know very little about who we still don't really know (laughs) (laughs) Um, so he was just kind of writing it off as like oh yeah he was just mad about something that like happened during the job or like he didn't want to pay or you know whatever whatever yeah um but I'm not sure I'm I'm not sure I'm buying it. I don't know how you feel about it, but well, well I guess yeah. No, I'm definitely with you because the way that you're right, the way that it's described as they're interacting, mm-hmm. it doesn't seem just like a conference someone confronting someone else about a bill because then right, why did Kelly turn so you know, look so green at the gills when Bob said something else at the end? Like he could have just you know he, I, it, the way the writing described it, it almost sounded a little bit like he looked like he was take like caught off guard by something as mm-hmm. opposed to it just being something that you know he could easily be like no I'm not overcharging you how dare you say that yeah um it, it made it look as if Bob had something over Kelly but my thought is that maybe it's not as cut and dry as like Bob is just the murderer you know what I mean like I feel like yeah, that might come out. Yeah, I mean, it could, be, it could be any number of scandals in a small town. Right, yeah. And we're hoping they unfold as juicy as we expect them to. We already have gotten one, although that's a little chapter later, so I keep teasing that. Apparently that's, like, the one I want to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, well, I'll tell you, too. Yeah, okay, great. Yeah, so... Yeah, there's so... a fight. What? Sorry, I... <laughs> i don't know i don't know (laughs) you know mercury is in retrograde right now yeah mercury is in retrograde until next week oh how dare it yeah i was (laughs) i mean save us mercury (laughs) i know that because uh of my coworker who told me like a month ago that mercury was in retrograde oh that's right and that's why our computers and technology are like going all crazy but i also know that because i had a hair appointment today which is the only time i ever get to read a cosmo (laughs) (laughs) so yeah i got some highlights so i had some quite the time to sit there and read through horoscopes (laughs) you had highlights and horoscopes which would also be a great podcast name (laughs) yeah be a great podcast um but yeah Mer- mercury is in retrograde until i think like the 28th or something like that 26 oh 28th yeah sometime like midweek next week that's still a long time from now yeah i mean it's several days several more days <laughs> of this but there was there was a pisces something now i can't remember because i was like they had the calendar and like oh, yeah. a, a day for each uh astrological sign and like on oh. the day it was like that like something important was happening for like the astrological sign they had a little description of it and something important was happening for us as pisces on the 26th oh. maybe it was just that our season was ending <laughs> maybe just that mercury is out of fucking retrograde no it was it was different than mercury <laughs> oh because <laughs> it was like something about pisces on the 26th and then mercury was like ending its retrograde season after that so i think it was like the 27th or 28th i could be very wrong i know nothing about horoscopes or astrological signs but i like hearing about it and reading about it yeah (laughs) i I just don't know anything about it i know yeah i would love to know more oh i love it when other people tell me about it which is why i'm extremely disappointed you don't remember (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah. I usually try to poke my coworker for it. She's very into it. And she like oh, did my cool. whole star chart when I first started. Like, <gasps> she was like, so when were you born? Like I need oh, it like cool. down to the minute and sent me like a whole like horoscope profile that I was like, I don't understand any of this. <laughs> oh wow! She was like, we have a meeting about it later. I was like, okay, great. But that never happened. Oh my God. Oh, well, okay. You need to schedule that for maybe after Mercury is out of retrograde. Yeah. Right, because I'll never be able to find that email while Mercury is <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, God. We're, okay, so oh, where were we? We're very derailed. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. Um, okay, so I don't think anyone else really significant comes to the uh, post office, but one um, of the other Yes, cool- they do. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> Actually, this I don't think this is in chapter one. I think this might be in chapter because there's like a couple of times that they're in the post office. Yeah, most of this first. So we read um, chapters one through seven. Mm-hmm. And yeah, a lot of it does take place in the post office. Yeah. Um, so one of the very different things about this book that we haven't mentioned yet is that the animals talk to each other. That's actually exactly what I was going to say next. Oh, okay, great. Because yeah, our next, I think our page. next visitor is... The, gray, the fat gray cat. Yes. Um, okay, great. Oh, shoot. Who, who you would talk about that then? Pewter? No, no. You talk. I was just going to try to find uh, the fat gray cat's name. I think it's Pewter. Oh, it is Pewter. Yes. yes! Oh, God, so oh, my God. I'm doing just... so well this book. <laughs> oh, you are just so on it. It's like, Mercury I knew it was a good color and it's gray, <laughs> but it's not gray. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Tell us all about Pewter, Jules. Okay, so the animals talk to each other. They obviously cannot talk to humans. Humans just hear animal noises. And so Mrs. Murphy and, uh, oh no, the corgi. Tucker. Tucker. (laughs) Tucker. So Mrs. Murphy and Tucker have kind of been making like sassy comments to each other this entire time. But then there's a fat gray cat across the street somewhere at like the market. Is it like the market's cat? Yeah, it's the local market where the person who runs market shiftless shiftlet is no shiftlet market is called market shiftlet. Like that person's first name is market. Oh, have we met the person? <laughs> <laughs> I don't I might be misreading that because I realize saying it out loud how ridiculous that sounds, but <laughs> but interesting okay well anyway this fat gray cat pewter comes into the comes into the post office yes is there like a cat i'm not even gonna ask how it got (laughs) into the post office (laughs) it comes into the post office um and is kind of like taunting it seems like you know you know how cats are we all know how cats are they're like they're a little funny around each other so i think uh pewter and mrs murphy have kind of like a a friendly rivalry, maybe, in the SAS department? <laughs> Is yes. that how you would describe it? <laughs> yeah, and this actually... Like, this like a frenemy type thing going 100%. on? A hundred percent. This is actually what I was screaming at John about, because I was like, oh my god, this book involves a cat named Mrs. Murphy. Well, technically, Murphy. Like, basically, Murphy is... I know it's not a tuxedo cat, everyone, I know, but... It's not. It's a gray tiger cat. Yeah, but I still... So, basically, Mushu. But I also was like... <laughs> Wait, I was like, but 
they're calling her Murph sometimes. And she was already called a bitch because in this conversation, she gets called a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Which is what I sometimes lovingly call Murphy because she kind of is a huge diva. So, yeah, I mean, aren't all cats. Yeah, it's true. Um, yeah, so Peter comes in and is like, hey guys, I have some juicy gossip to tell yep. you. And Mrs. Mercer was like, we don't care, get out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's kind of is a huge bitch. <laughs> yeah, and Tucker's like, wait, no, I want to hear it, like, tell me. And But of course, like, it's too late, and Peter's like, never mind, I'll just leave, like, you guys don't deserve it. So we get kind of, like, a fun like dynamic between all of the animals a little um, teaser yeah, which little, i also love a little teaser that like <laughs> the animals probably like know things way before humans do even though gossip travels like wild- wildfire like the animals are just like totally on top of it yeah yeah and it does it is true that the information that we find out later we would have known like if pewter had actually told tucker and um mrs murphy Like, we would have known the information faster than most of the humans had. Yeah, and probably more because the, I think, I can't remember if it was Tucker or Mrs. Murphy makes the point that people aren't very good investigators because we don't have, (laughs) like, our senses are so terrible. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So they were like, I don't understand why, like, they can't get anything right. Like, they can't even smell. Like, maybe that's why they don't know anything, you know? Yeah, well, that was the part, too, where um, I think one of the somewhat, uh, I think it was Susan's husband comes in at one point, like someone else that is um, uh, Harry's friend comes in and is just like, you know, says something about the the pets and Harry says something like, oh, yeah, you know, they're almost human or someone says that. And then Mrs. Murphy immediately is like, oh, why would I want to be a human? So and Tucker's like, you love Harry. And she's like, yeah, but I mean, they're so slow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we also got uh, so back when the Bible thumper lady was was in there, we got a little kind of inner monologue, I think, of Mrs. Murphy. And one of the lines was like, wouldn't she be surprised to know that God is a cat? <laughs> like, I'm humans so aren't even fucking part glad of the picture. <laughs> that you brought that up. Oh, my like, God. Oh my I God. actually marked perfect. And because Mercury is in retrograde, I forgot. But I meant to mark <laughs> yeah. that and be like, wait, we need that on a T-shirt. We need that always. Um, oh my god okay that was great also john just sent me a uh an avengers uh fan theory in the form of just mostly a picture of the cat from the from captain marvel um yeah so sorry did not mean to derail but that's basically what this whole time has been (laughs) yeah pretty much oh guys we're a little out of sorts today we are a little out of sorts we're junie Junie, come back. Oh! Junie, buddy. Come get us back on track, Junie. Come here. He's been, I think he's he's feeling the uh, the good weather through the cracks in my walls. Oh. <laughs> so he's getting a little restless, a little cabin fevery. He keeps like oh. wandering in circles and just crying. He might also miss Mushu. I don't know. I can't tell. I was actually going to ask you if he was missing missing his little compatriot his little punching bag yeah (laughs) yes yeah um also so this is um gonna totally derail (laughs) oh god okay i apologize but i need advice (laughs) i need cat cat people advice oh okay 
Um, so I, so Mushu has been living with our parents for the past month because he had some dental work. I think we, we've talked about that. We have talked extensively Um, about Mushu and Ari's dental work. (laughs) Yeah. So Mushu had two teeth out. He was, he's doing fine. Everyone, he's healing great. He had his follow-up checkup appointment and the vet was very impressed with how well he's doing. Oh. So yeah, no, no worries about him or his teeth, but I think she was, I don't know if she was a a new vet or she had just never seen Mushu before (laughs) because mom said that halfway through the appointment, she was like, um, he seems a little skittish or like, he seems a little (laughs) nervous. And mom was like, um, hello, have you not met him? (laughs) She's like, welcome to the club. Hello. Welcome. Junie. Oh, buddy. Stop that. (laughs) What's he doing? He's just wandering around crying. Oh yeah. Franklin does that. Why? <laughs> Come here. Um, but anyway, mom was like, uh, yeah, duh, this cat is like, we don't know what's wrong with him. <laughs> but he lives under a bed or like in a closet. You know, he's perfectly happy and likes people. You just kind of have to like force him to like people, you know? He's um, just a little hermit. He's just a little, like, he's a little hermity. Yeah. And like, he does fine in like when he's in my apartment with just me he'll like come out and be friendly and social and he like purrs and seems totally content but he's like completely useless with like when he's outside of my apartment or like with any other other people around so what's the advice you need so well the vet after she heard that she was like you know we have like there's a medication for that like we can give him something for that so apparently there are like cat anti-anxieties now and I'm not sure, like, I would ever do an anti-anxiety pill, but she was saying there's, like, an ointment that you rub on his ears. Oh, that's interesting. Which I've never heard of before, but, like, I'm willing to give it a shot, but I, I don't know. Like, if anyone else has tried something like that, I'm a little curious. Like, I've never heard of anyone, I guess, caring enough about an anxious cat to rub medication on their ears every day but i am a little curious to hear about people's experiences if that has been a thing oh yeah let us know yeah that's so interesting yeah i would love to know too you could also have you ever tried um pet cbd with him no and i mean that might be what this is oh that's a good point yeah that's interesting i only got the information from mom that there is something so i don't know that she actually had like the information about like what exactly it was but it could be just a, a cbd oil which i have only used that oh buddy junie <laughs> um i've only used that once but it really did help murphy that that day that we got into that uh stupid ass car accident and then had oh, to go to the yeah. vet not oh, because she was hurt but because we were just going there already we were just, yeah. <laughs> you're just on the way to the vet anyway yeah but yeah, that's inter- yeah, let us know guys. We'd love to know. Yeah. Tell us all your thoughts on that. Yeah. Um I truly <laughs> I don't know where we are. I don't think I know where we are either. We <laughs> God. Yeah, we met the cat. We met Pewter. I don't I think we're in chapter 2, but I honestly cannot remember what happened in oh chapter 2. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> like do we learn about the murder? Yeah, I feel like we don't learn about the murder until like chapter three or four. No, we learn about it right after Pewter comes over because that's what Pewter came over to say. 
Yeah, there must have been a huge time lapse somewhere because we were literally just talking about Kelly being in a fight and now all of a sudden he's murdered like halfway across town. Well, I think there's because they go to lunch. There are like a lot of other little things like they go to lunch. Someone covers her shift. There are a couple of little time jumps that just are covered over by like, you know, a couple sentences. And then I think this is actually the next day, to be honest, because we do get the scene of her walking back home and then that morning, remember, she's, like, walking back and she's, like, really pensive. And we get all these really interesting, like, or, you know, insight into her, like, the things she's going through with her divorce and mm-hmm. her feeling like she's very old because she's 33, a.k.a. Just <laughs> turned 33. So I was like, you're dead to me, Harry. I um, know. Yeah, I thought that was so funny. It was like, she's, you know, <laughs> 33, so, like, not old, but also not young. I was like, um, excuse me? <laughs> yeah. Uh, is 33 no longer young (laughs) I I guess not I mean I certainly feel over the hill uh now that I've (laughs) read this book (laughs) now that it's described to you as not being young yeah but I also have to remember this like even though this book is written like a little bit more recently I feel like maybe it's been even more recent than that that you know our generation has kind of started doing things a little later in life yeah yeah you know so 33 to us is still very young because like I I mean a lot of my friends still like aren't married are like kind of dating like maybe like not even thinking about kids like starting their careers like even at 30 like just now starting like career moves like not even thinking about houses yet or like maybe starting to but like aren't really there so I think I think 30 is the new 20. All right. Thanks for trying to make me feel better. Yeah. You can cut that out if that sounds stupid. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, it's fine. I was just supposed to, I was being sassy. Um, (laughs) But I mean, if this book was written in the nineties, it probably is like, plus it's a small town in like Southern Virginia. So I'm assuming that everyone is like, you know, right out the gate, like getting married at 20 and like starting their lives and like, yeah no I probably staying around that town and 30 probably does feel old because they've been in the same place their entire lives that's true and she's already been through a marriage too so she probably Mm -hmm. feels like you know she's lived a a life that is now changing and so that definitely I'm sure makes you feel like you've lived a bit more Mm -hmm. um for sure yeah um so yeah she's yeah she's being really pensive because then it's like the um the as the Mrs. Murphy and Tucker are like trotting behind her they're like, oh, mom's really pensive today. <laughs> and yeah. Then, but uh, yeah, and then they race to the post office, which is cute. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I think it's that ne- it's it's the next day, but it's like kind of more of the same um, until we see a um, an ambulance like scream by, and everyone kind of is you know immediately on alert. Oh, buddy! Yeah, he's in a corner. <laughs> no, no. He's cornered just, himself. He's just crying into a corner. Oh, buddy. Buddy. I Franklin does you. that too. <laughs> yeah. I can't help you when you're in a corner like that. No. Junie. No, he's just sitting at the end of the bed staring at me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, great. Well, I can't promise that he's not going to cry this entire time. No, oh, no. That's, I mean, I would assume anything else would, <laughs> <laughs> would happen too oh yeah so the ambulance kind of scream by screams by and everyone you know sort of busy bodies their way to the 
you know, up to the front of their windows to look out and try to figure out what happened um, because it is such a small town and, you know, something like that, they, you know, sort of, and rightly assume that it's someone in their community that, that something's happened to. Mm-hmm. And so they actually, it kind of, that just kind of goes by the wayside because they don't really find out. And then that's when Pewter comes over and is like, I've got information. And mm-hmm. Mrs. Murphy's like, nope, don't care. And then uh, it's a couple hours later then that market from the market, I might be getting that wrong. That sounds way too silly to be real but (laughs) maybe it's real I don't know yeah so market comes over and it's like oh I would have come over hours ago but I was so busy and like all this other stuff happened I was on you know on the phone with this and that Mm -hmm. but um market has discovered that Kelly has died um and it's like kind of a gruesome way that Kelly died too yeah it really was very yeah well we actually we don't know at that point how he died but that's true we know how he was found which was very gruesome that's true so he's found in a wood chipper which is very no, far a, go. A, a cement mixer oh a cement mixer oh i was picturing a wood chipper no he was oh, yeah. he was found like in pieces in um like in a cement mixer which i'm assuming he was like mixed in with the cement oh so he was kind God. of or maybe it was empty and it was like just ew. I don't want to talk about it, but like maybe no. it was like just his his body in there when they turned it on, and so it was just like, oh, like I, yeah, yeah. Well, that's kind of what they lead you to believe, like the characters do at least, because they keep saying like, well, like because of the way that his body was found, like even if he was shot, we wouldn't know. Yeah, it was like totally mutilated and destroyed. Yeah, um, but we do find out later that they pulled some hair samples, and it sounds like he was maybe poisoned yeah which is so interesting because i mean i guess it could have just been the cement mixer that you know pulled his body apart you know yeah someone that like was trying to dispose of the body necessarily i think it was just someone maybe yeah i guess we'll we'll find out later i don't know if it was like necessarily someone was trying to dispose of the body or if because it said that you know, people were the way people were describing it was like, oh, he gets up like, you know, he's strong and capable and would never like fall in by himself, but he does like get up into the cement mixer a lot, like just as part of his job. So, yeah, and also to show off. Yeah, and also to show off. But he does like get up there frequently enough. So I guess I was kind of picturing like he like maybe he got poisoned and then like wasn't feeling it and like went about his day and was like up on the cement mixer and then like it all of a sudden hit him and he died and fell in oh that's true i don't really know how poison works but i'm assuming if it was cyanide it works pretty quickly yeah i truly don't know i was about to like speculate on it and then was like why are why would you say anything you don't know (laughs) (laughs) yeah because i mean i guess the other option is that like someone poisoned him and then took his body and just like tossed it in there to right. like maybe throw off the the scent throw off throw right. people off the track kind of slow people down true which i think is also partly and i think also maybe to make a statement too because it was also the fact that like he was dramatically found by his employees because they like turned on the mixer and then it was on for a while and then they were like why is it acting so weird it's like yeah yeah so that is kind of this book is a little more because i don't think we've had as graphic a death as this 
don't, yeah, I don't the... think so either. I mean, we had some, we had a, uh, a fall off a tall building, which is pretty body crushing, but That's yeah, true. it wasn't yeah. really like described in much detail. This was described in a little bit more detail. Yeah. And this goes into a lot of like, so we pretty quickly, so the book is kind of interesting. Maybe this is actually the sort of like what I was talking about, like a pacing thing that I was noticing earlier, but maybe it's actually more just like that the point of view shifts so often Mm -hmm. because we get these little clips every now and then from different perspectives. And so at this point it shifts to um, the sheriff and his team and so they are it's going through this whole thing of like all even the like really like seasoned cops even though it is a small town but like even though a lot of them it's they're described as like um, you know really strong stomached or whatever they're all kind of like not having the best morning like yeah. all kind of and then we get the scene of Boom Boom, which is hard to say with a straight face, mm-hmm. um, who is Kelly's wife, has gotten the news and has rushed back in her Boom BMW, which is her license plate, apparently. And so she rushes back. She screeches in and, like, runs to the cement mixer and, like, no one can stop her. And so she, like, sees everything and they're, like, pulling her. She faints, which is yet another uh, time that we see a woman faint in um, in one of these cozy mysteries. But this yeah, one I felt like, a little bit This more one's like... warranted, I will. Yes. I will say there... <laughs> I definitely felt a little bit like a jerk saying that just now, because I was like, yeah, but also that's war. Yeah. But also it's sure. that, yeah, I, I will say, like, the only time that I, I have been close to fainting was at... <laughs> the Albanian uh, blood fest. And so I can totally see in, you know, looking in and like seeing spattered body parts all over. Like that's, that's fainting worthy. Okay, Julie, you can't just say Albanian blood fest and then just not elaborate. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It was, it was a goat slaughtering festival. the, The Albanian mountains, they do it once a year. It's part of their, there's like a, uh, like Balkan sect of Muslim religion over there called Bektashi and so they have like their special um, it's it's kind of like a like a pilgrimage I guess from like one town to the other and they end up on this mountain and they just like slaughter a bunch of goats and like have kind of like a festival of like roasting goats Aww. and you know all of that jazz um, gotcha. yeah but it was it was jarring seeing all of those goats being slaughtered. Yeah, I it wasn't imagine. as jarring seeing them like roasted. But like, yeah, the the blood is what gets you. I think. Oh sure. So I can yeah. I can imagine looking into that cement mixer and like immediately just being like, nope, I don't want to be awake right now. <laughs> that's you know that's truly fair. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, they kind of question her a little bit, and then they question the secretary, but I don't think we mm-hmm. really learn much of anything from that. Um, and then from there, I feel like it kind of quickly, like, we don't really get much more in that scene, do we, is the next thing the when everyone yeah. goes over yeah, to, I like... Yeah, I say from that scene, we do get, like, a little bit of, like, I feel like maybe just personality traits or like kind of like like a little insight into maybe like the relationships that kelly had because his secretary was like 
you know devastated like you know she was so sad and was like he was so nice to me he had such a great you know job he was such a great boss like he brought me flowers on secretary's day and like he never docked me pay when it'd take off and like she even said she loved him yeah well there you go and then boom boom was kind of like yeah all right he's dead like let's let's keep going that's true you kind of get everyone's like right the way they like handle grief and it does turn pretty quickly back to um uh harry who then starts talking about like okay well i don't want to do this but like southern etiquette requires that i go to apparently her and boom boom don't haven't really gotten along very well Um, well i think that's a little piece of drama that we get i think it's just kind of like a hinted at like maybe small town drama thing because harry's ex-husband is mentioned as a murder suspect because he like got super drunk at this like town party a couple of years ago and hit on boom boom right and so he and kelly like maybe had a little bit of a feud and i think that's when it said that harry and boom boom kind of had like maybe a not that they were ever close but maybe like a little bit of a distancing right a little like even more so yeah in that subtle way that southerners do yeah (laughs) yeah so she does go to boom boom's house to uh you know pay her condolences and she gets there right at the same time as fair her husband which is a short it's f-a-i-r and it's short for fairmond i think which isn't a name that I am familiar with, but yeah, must I don't be very Southern. Yeah. But so, yeah, he gets there at the same time and they had had a little spat earlier. He was like withholding pay, like a, a check that he's supposed to pay her mm-hmm. and kind of like playing some of those kind of games, which she, you know, talks about with a few of her friends. And then, uh, yeah, I'm not sure a ton happens there. Oh, one of the badass things I think happen- that happens there is that uh, Harry sees little Marilyn um, so going back to the girl who has a racist mother and is getting married and is, has not invited her brother, Harry goes up to her and just kind of point blank is like, hey, does your brother know you're getting married? And she looks like really taken aback because no one in the South like talks that directly. And little Marilyn is like, no, he doesn't know. And she's like, all right, listen, take it from me. If there's one thing I can give you here, it's this piece of advice. Like, he's your brother. You guys somewhere deep down love each other you should let him know and like invite him yeah and i mean it doesn't even sound like it's that deep down it sounds like the daughter little marilyn like had a pretty good relationship with her brother it's like literally just the mom that's true yeah it does sound like it's truly just yeah the mom and her what you know her obvious issues um Mm -hmm. and then do we get to talk about the more fun part now which is the animals yes yes so um I think it is it pewter pewter comes back over and is like trying to give more oh wait hang on there are two things there's one thing that I wanted to talk about earlier which is there's this character Maud who is like kind of this young hot Yankee they call her a Yankee because she's moved down from New York and pewter comes over to try to give more information and doesn't get to but we know that pewter the night before had seen bob our good friend bob of the push kelly down the steps variety leaving maud's house at night and uh so 
pewter is you know as gossipy as the rest of the town and kind of can't hold it hold it in and so pewter tries to tell tucker the next morning and tucker's like tell me tell me tell me and mrs murphy is like i will not deign to respond to you or you know something similar to like what she did before and uh so they don't get the information so that that information only resides with pewter right now but i thought that was like a fun sassy little bit of goss yes um but then the other part so going back to the present is that i forget exactly how oh i think tucker just has this information from another another animal yeah that we don't actually see that interaction but we just know that tucker has this information so tucker has learned that through the through the dog grapevine like the bark chain at like Mm -hmm. underwood dalmatians Mm -hmm. that um another dog was actually on the scene of the crime not like when it happened but like right after and was kind of like sniffing around and um had smelled quote unquote a turtle smell (laughs) (laughs) yeah so i was a little mad at the author's like lack of understanding of what animals are but she first said it smelled like an amphibian yeah i think that's why i paused so long because i was kind of confused because in my head i was like oh she said amphibian but then she also said turtle are turtles amphibians? she no they're not well okay no they're not i was like wait a second but then like no frogs are amphibians they start in the water as tadpoles and then become land creatures as frogs but turtles are always land creatures so they're reptiles oh I was like, well, what would they be then? And my brain was like, you're dumb. (laughs) (laughs) As soon as you said reptiles, I was like, oh, God, don't admit that you hadn't even pulled that out of your brain yet. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. no. It's it's fine. I mean, I I could be mistaken. Correct me if I am. But, like, I'm pretty sure turtles are reptiles. And, I mean, she then... So she went from <laughs> she went from an amphibian smell to a turtle smell to a tortoise smell and then back to a turtle smell and I was like listen all three of those are very different. Well, and the thing is too that I I think that it's not going to actually be any of those things. Like I think the animals just cuz basically they say that it's not something they've ever smelled before. So I think it's yeah. probably something man made that is going to be like oh it, to them it smells like a turtle but it's actually like mm-hmm right and they just nope. they do just describe it because they were like you know how because i think it was tucker who was talking to mrs murphy and he was like you know how like turtles sm- like smell different and he kind of like described like had a couple of like descriptors and i can't remember what they were but it was like earthy and like wet and like i don't know like yeah. a couple of other things so yeah i agree because um when they actually smelled it mrs murphy was like oh yeah that kind of smells like a turtle but like not really yeah but like closer to a turtle than anything else i've ever than like anything else i can think of that it would smell like so yeah i think you're right i think it's it's not actually an amphibian or a reptile because why would that matter (laughs) right why would it unless a turtle is a clue you know oh but it all oh well we can talk about this a little bit more because we haven't even mentioned how they get to the turtle smell right so we have this really great like opposite homeward bound situation where um uh, Mrs. Murphy and Tucker like really casually sort of as Harry is starting to get a little bit you know suspicious of things and like you don't really see her start sleuthing yet but you kind of get the idea that she's like starting to think about things 
the you know the pets are like steps ahead of her and are like we're gonna go to this crime scene right yeah yeah we're gonna go should we go now no we're gonna go like tonight because we don't want to upset her like if we're gone when she comes back like she'll be so mad but or like really upset so they like make this little casual little cute plan to sneak out at night and uh so after harry gets back from the pay our condolences to boom boom and after she's fallen asleep um mrs murphy and tucker like bolt outside they apparently have a pet door but then once they get outside they have like a fenced area that mrs murphy knows a specific place to like let them out because cats are the smartest bastards and also probably aliens (laughs) yeah she can like unlatch the gate yeah and so they basically spend like you know 30 minutes i think because they said at one point they like crossed a raccoon and they were like talking to the raccoon to be like hey don't chase us and the raccoon's like maybe maybe not i don't know (laughs) they were like oh god if we detour it's gonna take us like yeah yeah so they have this whole like calculating thing and they they were like all right go and so they just like go and but luckily yeah because they're (laughs) i mean i mean obviously mrs murphy is a cat but you know even though tucker's a dog he's a corgi so he's about the size of a raccoon (laughs) yeah and he even does say he's like i don't think i could take it like i don't think i could handle that fight (laughs) which was really cute i thought like i don't want to fight with a raccoon tonight yeah not tonight but um yeah so that was really cute they like basically are like you know spend like 30 minutes just like running to uh to the kelly's construction company to the scene of the crime basically and then once they get there that's when they're like oh yeah like we smell this too i don't think they get any clues do they that's just how the, the like they smell the smell too well they smell the smell but so i think the other thing about the smell that points to it's not a turtle <laughs> is that it's only in one very specific spot like there's no trail leading up to it or away from it it's just like one spot of turtle smell yeah that's right (laughs) one spot of turtle smell (laughs) one solitary turtle which is such a silly clue but i guess if humans had a better sense of smell maybe we would have clues like that more often (laughs) what do you think it is like do you think they're actually gonna reveal it as like a moon pie and they just think that a moon pie smells like a turtle <laughs> like a turtle yeah yeah i don't know it's like a very like the only thing i can think of is like maybe well i don't even know what smells like a turtle what does a turtle smell like i mean i don't really know i guess probably logically it might be like a like some kind of construction item and maybe that will point towards yeah like the eventual killer well i was thinking it like maybe it came from wherever else he was killed because i don't think he was killed necessarily at the construction site oh that's a good point yeah. so i was thinking like maybe it's something that like the murderer brought in and maybe like spilled like maybe they had something on them as they were like bringing his body in and like spilled it yeah that's a really good point yeah or like if it was maybe the killer's like cologne or right like something yeah i know i was gonna say cologne but then i was like why would he have a bottle of his own cologne on it yeah i guess that's true (laughs) but i mean maybe like maybe he had like just bought some and spilled it i don't know yeah (laughs) like maybe not gonna keep guessing because my guesses are getting weirder and weirder (laughs) i mean i i like it and i was just gonna stay quiet to have you continue to (laughs) guess weird shit um, but, <laughs> but yeah. that's my that's my vague guess is it's something that the murderer brought in potentially from another location where kelly was actually murdered yeah you're probably right and it probably actually could potentially even be like 
a leaf that was on one of their shoes or like something like that that then they just have that good of a smell or something yeah but there's no trail leading up to it yeah that's true yeah so it has to be something that like falls out of a pocket yeah or maybe ooh, okay i'm gonna make a very specific guess (laughs) Uh (laughs) uh-huh okay so maybe kelly was killed in like a bog you know, turtle uh-huh. smell bog, right? True. Yeah. Turtle and then habitat. turtle habitat. Yeah. So then, or like a swamp or whatever. And so the killer is dragging his body to, but like maybe he has like a hat or something that had fallen in the bog. And so he gets the body, he like tosses the body into the cement mixer and is like, all right, we're, we're good to go. And then rings his hat out in that one specific spot. And then it's like, okay, now I can put my wet, dirty bog hat back on because it's not soaking wet anymore. Bye. That's true. Sure. The bog theory is a valid theory at this point. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Bets on that one, anyone? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm not going to say I'm going to go as far as to bet on that one, but... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you know what? What does cyanide, is cyanide the one that smells like almonds? Is there any way that, like, they could be smelling the actual poison yeah. that we think? Why would a turtle smell like almonds? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe. Um, oh, the other thing we should mention, so right after this, sorry, I just got distracted by the fact that we mentioned the poison, but we haven't mentioned the tiny heart attacks yet. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so the the second to last chapter, we actually get the, like, official coroner's report that um, goes to the sheriff's office um so he finds out we actually don't find out until right now that yeah (laughs) we've just been so out of sorts that we yeah we've just mentioned it so (laughs) yeah our timeline's been off all night but uh yeah so we find out very close to the end of the section that we read that so the poison did show up in like a hair follicle like hair follicles maybe right um So they tested and he was killed by cyanide, but he had also had a series of like very small heart attacks at some point. I don't even know if it was like recent or if he had just had like a series of small heart attacks at some point in his life and like the scarring showed up in his heart. Yeah, they were they were looking at that as like potentially the cause of murder, but it seemed like they were so small that he probably didn't even feel them, and like he was too young that they were thinking like this shouldn't have happened anyway, so it probably wasn't big enough to like cause any real damage. Yeah, exactly. But we do find out because right after that we go to the um, the actual funeral, and we find out because the perspective shifts again to. to the sheriff i think right we find out that the sheriff has right now only told boom boom that about the uh heart attack so Mm -hmm. hasn't told her about the poison and so right that now boom boom only thinks that he you know went up to the top of his machinery and then had a heart attack and fell in and that's how he died yeah so she's pretty convinced that this is like a cut and dry accident type tragedy scenario that just you know mm-hmm. unavoidable yeah like fun kind, of, kind of thing yeah exactly I think that's kind of it I mean we get a scene of the funeral but it's mostly just of like southern type you know yeah, etiquette. I think it's just the, 
at the beginning. I don't know if the next chapter we're going to have more of the funeral, but it, oh, yeah, it wasn't like there wasn't really anything going on in the section that we read. Yeah. But yeah, it'll be interesting to see where this where the story goes. Yeah, we shall see. Yeah, sorry for the disjointed ride we took you on today, guys. <laughs> yeah, it's been a a weird time with Mercury. Yeah, blame Mercury and retrograde. And retrograde. I also took a really long coma nap today, so I think I'm just, like, a little disjointed. Regardless. Yeah, I've been watching, like, entirely too much Vanderpump Rules, so my brain probably melted a little bit <laughs> inside my head. Yeah, that's fair. I don't know what that is. Oh, it is the greatest of trashy reality TV. It is Ooh. so good. Trashy reality TV. Oh, it's so, so good. Yeah. Hashtag not sponsored. But I fucking wish it was sponsored. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Well, um, we hope you enjoyed today, guys. Sorry, we're a little more disjointed than usual. Um, but so far, I'm really enjoying this book, so I can't wait to find out some yeah. more gossipy like gossip. Yeah. Gossip, yeah. gossip, gossip. From Murph and Tucker, the real sleuths mm-hmm. here. Yeah. No, I, I like the the animals talking to each other aspect of it. Yeah. And the way that they're just like so obviously so quick to be sleuths. Like they really are just like the little neighborhood watch on their own. Yeah. No, it's true. I feel like as apathetic as Coco and Yum Yum can be to things, uh, these these animals are not quite so apathetic. They're very curious that's true yeah yeah so we'll be back next week with the second um part of our probably still four part series we'll uh do it in fourths again kind of like what we've been doing before and yeah we'll bring you the next one next uh fourth next time i just updated our goodreads so that should be up to date um and yeah you can find us online too we're at paranormal Captivity Pod on Instagram and Paranormal Pod on Twitter. We have a Patreon. You can search Paranormal Captivity um, on Patreon. And again, we're just like so th- so thank you- thankful to our patrons. We love you all very much, and we're so excited because we actually just got a new patron, so we out. get to do another shout out. Woo woo woo! Um, Alyssa Turtle, you are the greatest. Um, Alyssa has two cats: Lewis, who's twelve, and Jasper, who's Aww. turning one. So no. freaking cute. Guys, also, Alyssa started a uh, Facebook group for us on on Facebook. <laughs> the fact that I said it twice probably shows that I am not very good on Facebook. On the book face. Oh, on the, the book, book of the faces. My book yes, face. Yes. <laughs> oh, yes, my book face. As you can tell, Julie and I are a thousand years old and don't really use Facebook. So this is like so, so appreciated. Because we, because don't, we, we don't know how to do it. We talked about it for so long. We don't. We don't know. We're just so out of it. And like, we, I don't even have really a Facebook anymore. To be honest, mine is only a, like a, like a shell account that I use for work. And um, I know you, Julie, you're yeah, not on it much I do either. Have an so account. I just don't use it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I know we like talked about it for a while of like, should we have a Facebook? I know a lot of people use Facebook and like, oh, God, we just don't trust ourselves to do it. So, Alyssa, we're so appreciative. Thank you so, so much. Um, yeah, we love all you patrons. And um, yeah, I think that's it.
Oh yeah. yeah. And the Goodreads, if you search paranormal captivity, we have a Goodreads um, book club that you can join. And I just updated it. So that has all of the things, including the ghost cats that we're reading on the side and the 14 tales that we're reading on the side. And now uh wish you were here by, uh, by Rita Mae Brown and Sneaky Pie Brown. Mostly Sneaky Pie Brown. I would assume mostly Sneaky Pie. So I mean, the from the author section is all Sneaky Pie Brown. That's true. That's true. So if that's not a clue, I don't know what is. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, I uh, hope you guys uh, safely, safely uh, play out the rest of your uh, retrograde here. And, um, you know, keep us in your thoughts. <laughs> for the next couple of days because apparently it's affecting us quite a bit <laughs> yeah we're having a rough time um and as always pet your kitties for us and we'll see you next time yeah okay bye bye